Well, welcome again to another Serenity Break. I'm very happy to be with you. These are the times we take five to eight minutes to just pause and seek to refresh and restore and regather our thoughts on the things of the Lord so that we can go about our day or our evening in a different perspective, perhaps. I want to talk with you today about the Incarnation and primarily uh, the true life and the true light that it is. John chapter 1 tells us, beginning with verse 1, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that has been made. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. End quote. Human beings, we as human beings, are a created species. We are not the creator, despite what our egos may tell us. <laughs> we are created, and which means we live in a finite uh, bubble. We cannot reach outside that finite space of time and space. And therefore, we cannot reach God on our own. God is infinite. We cannot reach out to the infinite on our own. And that means that God must come to us. And that God comes to us and has come to us is the basis for all good theology. God comes to us. He's always the one who initiates. And the good news is, is that he comes to us not in wrath, but in reconciliation. The incarnation comes to us to bring life and light. In the incarnation of the eternal Son, when the Word became flesh, he came not in any diminished capacity, but in his fullness. Jesus Christ represents undefiled humanity as well as undiminished deity. And he comes to us who dwell among the tombs as life. And he comes to us who are frightened by the darkness as true light. We need not fear death nor need we fear the darkness, because he who is life and he who is light has come to us. He has made himself known to us. And here's even better news. Nothing can overcome that life nor that light in you. Nothing. It is a heinous error that has um, been persistent throughout church history that somehow the gospel of the incarnate son is subject to man's free will. That God can only do so much and that in fact man's free will can overcome the life and the light of God in Christ. That is based in Greek philosophy it's a human philosophy, and it's a heinous error. 
It has nothing to do with biblical theology, and it certainly is not promoted by the spirit of truth, but by the spirit of error. No, man's free will, which, by the way, apart from Christ, is anything but free. The Bible teaches clearly that man's will, apart from Christ, is in bondage. Bondage to sin. Because his nature is enslaved by sin. So there's nothing that can overcome the life and the light that comes to you in all its fullness. There is your comfort. There is your strength. There is your peace. God has come to us and nothing can overcome that life nor that light that he brings to us. If we drop down to verse 14 of John chapter 1, we learn also that the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Think of that. He tabernacled among us. God's presence has been restored to us. Not in a building, not in a temple, but within us. He first came and dwelled among us. And then after his ascension, when he sent the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, he now dwells within us. Forever. Permanently. We have seen his glory, John says. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Not only do we have life, not only do we have true light, we have grace and truth. God deals with you on the basis of grace and in truth. This should cast aside our fears. It should free us from the, the notion that somehow God is still dealing with you on the basis of law, on the basis of merit, on the basis of performance. No, he comes to you on the basis of grace. And he comes to you on the basis of truth. The truth that is Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And the truth that is him, in him, sets us free. So God has come to us. We who could not reach him, we who could not come to him on our own, has come to us. And the good news is he has not come to us in wrath, which would have been a just deserts, but instead in reconciliation. And he comes to us in his fullness, undefiled humanity and undiminished deity, full of life and light, grace and truth. And nothing can overcome that life and that light and never will God deal with you on the basis of anything other than grace and truth. There is some comfort. There is some refreshing thoughts to renew our minds as we go back into our day now, to go back into our evening with a great message that is Christ in Christ alone. Amen.